Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, that was fun. <laughs> we haven't had a, had as many of those as I would like. And I just, I'm so happy for our players. I just, um, you know, you've all been here. The season has been, it's had its ups and downs. It hasn't gone the way we want. Nobody knows what they've gone through, you know, more than them. And I give them a lot of credit. I mean, they've guys, I mean, they've really stuck with it and especially the leaders. I mean, the season's not going the way they want, like those two young men in there, to have the opportunity to coach them and the way they've handled all this is just, it's really incredible. I've been coaching whatever, 27, 28 years. And those are as two of great, as good a young men as you're going to find the character. And so I'm just happy for them to experience it. I mean, what could be better, right? Border war, uh, orange out, sellout. Um, and for these guys to experience it and play well was awesome. Uh, I thought everybody contributed tonight. Um, bench was great. Um, and but really, man, those two two uh, two seniors just stepped up big time in a big moment. What is up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast, presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it today. Use the promo code DNBR when you sign up. We led with some audio from Nico Medved post-game. The Rams come up with the big 84-71 victory over Wyoming at Moby Arena in the annual Orange Out. Officially a sellout crowd. The atmosphere was electric. You could feel it pre-game. Just didn't have the feel of a game between a couple of last-place teams. So a big shout-out to Ram Nation, to the students especially. They were there. They were engaged. They were lively. Plenty of F Wyoming chance, but not so many to where it became, you know, obnoxious or annoying in my opinion. Though I will say as a student base, we could probably do better. We could probably be a little more creative than that, but I'm also not going to get up in my feelings about it either. If you're at a sporting event between a couple of rivals, you might hear some curse words. I mean, there was a family of Wyoming supporters sitting directly behind us on press row. I believe they were the family of a, a Wyo player. But there was a little girl cheering for Wyoming confidently, boldly, you know, did not give a crap that she was in Moby. And they didn't bat an eye at the chance. It's not that big of a deal. But I just thought it was cool to see that type of turnout, that type of engagement from the the fan base as a whole, but especially the students, given how this season has gone. It was a colder night, but it wasn't like there was significant weather or it was freezing. So probably a good night for the students to go out and hit the bars. They could have been anywhere other than Moby Arena. Instead, they chose to spend their Friday night cheering on the Rams. And that's what it's all about. I'm going to break down the action from this one. I'm going to give my takeaways. I will play uh, some more post-game audio as well. 
But I just wanted to lead here with Isaiah Stevens and John Tanjay. Nico obviously had just a ton of great things to say about those guys after a monster performance. They had scored 52% of CSU's points in the five games leading up to this one and were a major part of what had, you know, helped the Rams kind of find some stability offensively. In this one, they actually got more help from the rest of the supporting cast. The the bench played some big minutes in this one, the rest of the starters as well. We'll get into kind of some of the dirty work that CSU did well in this one that allowed them to keep that lead once they established it. But from the opening tip, you could just tell that John and Isaiah had this edge to them and that they were not going to be willing to lose to Wyoming again. John had 25 points, 7 of 15 from the floor, 3 of 6 from deep, but more than the three-point shooting, I thought what was really significant about his game was just the aggressive approach. We saw it from the very get-go. Scored CSU's first points at the free-throw line, but he drew those by attacking and, and you know getting that contact at the hoop. Did it all game long. Ended up drawing 7 fouls in this, went 8 of 8 at the free-throw line. That's huge. In the past, he's maybe been a little bit too willing to settle for threes and he even acknowledged that post game but when he really takes advantage of his size and his athleticism and he works the ball into the paint he's such a handful to guard because he's so skilled he has nice touch he's a good shooter he can finish but I just think of late we've seen him being more willing to force the issue and it's really paid off in a major way and we're seeing him play some of the best basketball of his career that was actually one of the things that Nico highlighted was people have, have asked him, you know, what's the difference with this team? Why are they playing more competitive now than they were at the beginning of the conference slate? And really, it's been John finding his groove. Now, there are other factors as well. Basketball is a team sport. Takes guys being willing to do the little things. And again, we'll highlight some of the stuff from, from this win here in a, in a couple of minutes. But having another guy outside of Isaiah that can score at all three levels and just consistently put the defense on edge has been so huge, especially because John can create his own shot. He's just been so smooth and so poised, and you know I, I can't help but be happy for him. He's a guy that's been dedicated to the program, was willing to be the sixth man, gets his shot this year to be one of the guys, you know, a main fixture in the starting lineup, and unfortunately, a lot of things have not gone according to script. But instead of sulking, instead of hanging his head or or making the primary focus be all about him, he's just continued to grind. And I think it's really cool seeing him get this opportunity to shine. You know, I don't have crazy expectations. I'm not going to say anything bold or anything like that going into the Mountain West tournament. But when you have a one-two scoring punch the way that the Rams do right now with Tanjay and Stevens, anything can happen, especially if you have the rest of the rotation filling their roles. and. That's what CSU got in this one. Along with Tanjay, the Rams got 16 points out of James Moores. I'll actually talk about him more. He had a phenomenal game in this one. 15 points from Isaiah Stevens, 6 of 10 from the floor. Where he really stood out, though, was as a facilitator. It was like watching vintage Chris Paul out there. 12 assists, which ties the program record for assists in a game. It's the fourth time he's tied it. Two other individuals, including Ryan Yoder, set that one as well. With his 12 assists in this one, he surpassed Ellen Nistrom as the combined leader. You know, he already set the program record for most assists in men's basketball history. He now owns the record for the men's or women's team, which is pretty cool. 
But he was just in complete control in this one. Whatever he did, whether it was putting up a field goal attempt, and early on, I kind of was thinking to myself, you know, I'd like to see him look a little bit more aggressive. But immediately, I was just like, shut up. Stop criticizing him. He's playing in complete control right now. He's getting great looks for him or his teammates every single time down the floor. And he's just taking advantage of whatever weakness there is in the defense on any given possession. Like, I don't think people realize how insane it is to have a game with 15 points on 60% shooting from the floor, 50% shooting from deep, 12 assists, 4 rebounds, 0 turnovers in 38 minutes. You'd be hard-pressed to put up that type of production on a video game just because you might get a stupid turnover here or there. But not Isaiah. He's the puppet master controlling the strings right now. And he looked like a pro out there. It was it was something to see. So I'm going to play some audio here from Nico Medved talking about what makes Isaiah such a special facilitator. And then we'll keep the fun rolling here talking about this Wyoming game. Real quick, though, there has never been a better time to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app, than right now. You can get a no-sweat SGP for the NBA up to 10 bucks, which means... If your same game parlay does not bet, you're going to get a free bet back, get a second opportunity. That's pretty sweet. If you ask for a second chance at your money in Vegas after your ticket didn't hit, they would laugh in your face. Obviously, we have March Madness coming up. We have the conference tournaments, preseason baseball bets for those of you that have a competent franchise to root for. I don't know what that's like. I'll be surprised if the Rockies win 65 games this year, so I guess I should probably fade them and take the under. Anyways, whatever your poison, whether it be baseball, March Madness, hockey, make sure you are getting in on the action over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app, use the promo code DNVR. When you sign up, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. One last time, use that code DNVR when you sign up. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Additionally, I want to talk to you guys about Shady Rays. Kick off the new year with new gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code DNVR or visit them in store at the Park Meadows Mall for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Finally, when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help. Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They have been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work with you on your case. And no fee unless they win your case and win money for you. 
Backus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients, now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can even help if you're injured at work. Call Backus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. So tonight, Isaiah breaks a school record for assist, matches his school single game record for assist again. But he had assist to everybody except for Cartier. He was in a little bit of foul trouble. Yeah. What makes him the ultimate distributor? I mean, obviously, he's gifted with tremendous vision. He's an incredible ball handler. He's so quick. Uh, um, his ability, you know, to get in the lane. And I think, you know, he's he's so self-aware. If you ask him, he knew, like I told you from day one, he came here, his goal was to be the all-time assist leader before he ever played a game. So that's pretty cool stuff. And he knew coming into college, he's like, all right, I'm smaller. Um, I got to figure out how I'm going to score at this level. How I'm going to do that thing because the one thing I know that I can do immediately that will translate is assists. That takes tremendous self-awareness for a young player to understand that. Now, as time's gone on, obviously he's figured out how to score. The game has really slowed down for him. He's gotten stronger. He has an unbelievable understanding of our offense and what we're doing. Uh, um, reads pick and roll situations, sees the third line of help. He's like a Peyton Manning of quarterback, you know, that they don't just see the first second. They can see the third read, you know, before it happens. And, and uh, they sure make me look a heck of a lot smarter than I am. Was it kind of important tonight to get everybody involved? Because you relied so heavily on John and Isaiah as a Blake. I mean, like I said, he had assist everybody except for Cardi. Everybody scores. Everybody was really involved in this. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I mean more than that. I mean, that's when we're at our best. But, I mean, just we just wanted to be aggressive. I don't think we were very aggressive at all offensively in the first half up in Laramie. We were in the second half. We turned it on. But really needed to come out a lot a lot more, a lot edgier, uh, attacking mentality. And I thought that we did that. And I don't think we took our foot off the gas on that end the entire game. We maybe took some ones we didn't want to, maybe – a few times too aggressive, but I loved it. I mean, we're better when we're attacking, you know, love the paint, like the three. And uh, I thought we did that tonight. What can you say about the pace in that first half? Because you guys were aggressive, but it seemed like they were also playing with patience. I mean, you had assists on 75% of your field goals. A couple of those were like pick and rolls where it opened up really late. And Isaiah's making a bounce pass to somebody like, just the fact that they weren't rushing things. Yeah, I think what that's really what pace is. Pace is that, you know, playing the entire offensive possession with a tremendous amount of urgency. And you know, as pace just means playing chaotic. Pace means, you know, sometimes you get a great shot early, but you maintain that pace and you're cutting and you're moving and you're spacing throughout a possession. And eventually you hope that the uh, that the defense breaks down. And um, again, I agree with you. I thought we did that. I thought we were very, very aggressive early in the game. And I thought we were able to maintain that throughout. And you know, again, you said what seventy five percent of our our baskets were were assisted. I don't know if it was the first half or the or the or the second half, but you know, I still think we're top ten, fifteen in the country in assists per field goals made, and and uh, I think we're in the top twenty in the country in two point field goal percentage. And when we're at our best, we're attacking. All right, that was Nico Medved talking about Isaiah Stevens and what makes him such a special facilitator. I want to now go back to the very beginning of the game. I kind of alluded to some of this while talking about Stevens and Tanjay, but 
I just thought it was a really great approach offensively out of the gate. I love the pace. I love the patience. The decision-making was really solid. So was the ball movement. The Rams had assists on 75% of their field goals made in the first half, 65% of their field goals in the game in total. So that was something that continued. But it was basically just the exact opposite of how CSU came out up in Laramie. And I thought that was huge. Instead of going down and digging themselves in an early hole, you know, the Rams were able to actually build a double-digit lead and give themselves some cushion, take the pressure off. Now they still had to close things out. Wyoming never laid down, and that's to be expected. Uh, On a side note, I'm really glad that Hunter Maldonado is finally going to be done. That guy always plays his ass off against CSU, one of the trickiest matchups in the entire conference. But when it comes to the Rams, I just felt like really early on, you could just tell that they were playing with a, a certain level of focus and attention to detail. Also an innate aggressiveness, which was great to see. I thought Tanjay set the tone by, you know, drawing the the early free throws, putting CSU up 2-0 and just kind of putting it out there like, we are going to punch you and we're going to come at you. And when you play with that type of intensity and, and focus, especially out of the gate, it's contagious. And I just felt like guys really bought in right out of the, right from the tip off. One guy in particular that I would love to give some props, especially because I've been fairly harsh with my criticism of his minutes this year, is Baylor Hebb. He has some limits to his game, both in terms of athleticism and skill, but that dude works his ass off. He's a great teammate, and he stepped up at times when CSUs really needed him due to their their roster situation and other injuries. If you told me in the preseason that Baylor Hebb would be making multiple starts at this stage of the season, I'd be like, oh God, what happened? But I can see what the coaches like about him. He works really hard. He's going to work on defense. I thought he did pretty good with his opportunities on Maldonado. There was about a five-minute stretch in that first half, though, where I just felt like he had a couple of really huge swing plays. Started by cashing an open three in the corner to put CSU up 5-2. Then, a few minutes later, gets a big-time steal, dishes is out, gets it back on the other end in transition, finishes through contact, and converts for an and-one opportunity. Six quick points. Followed that up by taking a charge. I mean, he was just doing the little things that helped the Rams establish that early lead. Again, you know, there there are always going to be limitations to what he can contribute for you out there. But it's the hustle plays where he can really shine, drawing charges, you know, getting steals, that type of stuff. And if he does that, there's already going to be value in in giving him some minutes in the rotation. But if he can also take advantage of just those key opportunities, hitting an open three in the corner, you know, converting on that and one, just buying the team a a couple of points here or there because you don't need him to be a star. But, you know, just just doing his part, picking up a little bit of slack here and there. It's going to make a big, big difference for this team, especially in a tight game. So I just wanted to make sure that I gave him some love. Uh, Joe Palmer did a lot of the gritty work as well. Uh, Jalen Lake, you know, was willing to dive on the floor for a couple of loose balls, all that stuff. I love that shit. To me, that's the difference in holding your lead and kind of surviving those mini Wyoming runs and, and, you know, having to sweat it out more and potentially going down at some point in the second half. Another guy that definitely stepped up and, you know, was willing to do the dirty work, James Moores. Huge performance for him off the bench. Carrier unfortunately got into some foul trouble, so was only able to play 14 minutes in this one. 
but James Moores comes in, fills in seamlessly on both ends, 26 minutes, 16 points, 4 of 6 from the floor, 8 of 9 from the free throw line, had 5 rebounds, also had an assist and a block as well. When he is playing with confidence, it is just a completely different conversation, and this was as good as he's looked, especially on the offensive end, I would say, at any point of his career. He's had moments where he's flashed his athleticism on a reverse layup or a dunk or, you know, on the defensive end with a big rebound or block or something like that. He was showing his touch. I mean, he pulled out a Euro step in transition at one point. That play legitimately almost had me out of my seat. I was so shocked. But I feel like this is the most confident that we've seen James at any point of his career. He's willing to put the ball on the floor looks more comfortable down low when there's traffic in the paint as well, displaying patience when it comes to some of those contested layups and just kind of waiting for the right moment to strike. Just a really nice performance out of the big man, and it's great to see. Could certainly use more of those down the stretch here. If the Rams play like they did against Wyoming tonight, though, they they can beat anybody, and I mean that genuinely, at least in the Mountain West. The consistency has not been there this year, but... This team's good is good. I mean, we saw it. The only time they played a a game at full strength against St. Mary's, they ended up beating one of the toughest teams in the country. So it's, it's been just a really weird year altogether. But maybe this group is coming together at the right time to potentially make a little bit of noise and, you know, make a little run in Vegas. I don't know if they're going to win four games in four days or something crazy like that, but it'd be fun to see them at least make a run to the semis or something. Just, you know, get a couple more games with this team. I don't know what the future holds for guys like Isaiah Stevens, John Tanjay, so I'd love to see them in as many Rams games as possible. But it was just nice to get a big win in Moby Arena with an incredible atmosphere. I know this season has not, you know, been what any of us expected, myself included, but these are the type of games that you live for as a college sports fan. And one of the things that Nico said post-game that I really loved is you know, this game didn't mean what it did last year in terms of the the implications with the standings, but that does not mean that this game meant any less to this community. And I'm paraphrasing him there, but that was his point. You know, this this game always matters. CSU Wyoming, it's about bragging rights, local pride with your community and your university. And I don't care if we're in first place. I don't care if we're in last place. If we have no wins, if if you could only win one, if you, if you beat Wyoming... That game means something. So I'm, I'm proud of the guys for getting it done at home in front of that awesome crowd. I'm proud of Ram Nation for showing up and supporting this group because they deserve it. And I'm looking forward to following the rest of this college basketball season. It's going to be fun to go out to Vegas for the Mountain West Tournament. We've got some NCAA tournament games in Denver. Those could be fun. Who knows what will happen there. And then spring ball will be here before we know it. But just trying to soak in the uh, last six weeks or so of college basketball here. I really do love this sport, and I love all you for supporting the content. So shout out to all of Ram Nation. Hope you guys are enjoying this one. Enjoy it for two, three days, hell, maybe even four. Got a tough but winnable game coming up against San Jose State late night Tuesday at 9 before the Rams host New Mexico on senior night, also a 9 p.m. tip, so get that caffeine ready for next week. I'll be here keeping you up to date with everything. Shout out to y'all. Much love. Peace.
kid with the cuff khakis wearing graphic tees feeling way too trendy raps that kill oh i'm deadly primed and ready like machetes at a deli in new delhi feeling scummy like martin scarelli turn jam into jelly then drink it like juice but water's the truth so i sip on that too skinny looking kid with no car keys like the only thing i drive is rcrv's got the stash like steve harvey oh i'm gnarly like non-from